Welcome back, everybody, to the Chatterstorm podcast. We are back for episode 28. My name is Sam, and I am joined today by Sarah. Hello. And also Josh. Hello. And we are back for another episode. So be sure to follow the Chatterstorm podcast Twitter at Chatterstorm Pod. And we have some exciting news for you guys for today, uh, which we will begin with talking about Through the Cindervine. Josh, would you like to introduce Through the Cindervine? Yes, I would love to. Thank you, Sam. So last week, we mentioned this on the podcast. Uh, and as of, well, when, once this episode has gone out, uh, Through the Cindervine issue one will have been published. So mm-hmm. it's a new newsletter that we came up with a little while back um, that's targeted towards the audience of people who want to play standard and want to keep up with standard but standard can be pretty exhausting like there's new sets coming out all the time the meta is shifting all the time and then there's banned and restricted announcements on top of that and sometimes life gets in the way and you just end up not playing standard for a little while and when that happens when the meta shifts even a little bit Uh, I find that a lot of players don't like they resist going back to standard just because they're a few weeks behind the curve. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you just end up finding it harder and harder to get back into the group. Uh, So through the Cindervine is a newsletter that is looking to remedy exactly that situation. It's a roundup of uh, curated content specifically about standard um through the week it comes out on a friday just in time for fnm or Mm. heavy weekend arena grind sessions (laughs) um and it's should be everything that you need to fill you in if you haven't played magic on all week on uh how the metagame is shifting uh what decks are popping up what new techs are popping up which should help you stay ahead of the curve without having to constantly play the damn game (laughs) Yeah. Um, because I think a big part of playing arena specifically, not even just standard, is being able to react to what's happening and what you're seeing on the ladder. Um, but the through the Cindervine newsletter looks at all that data, analyzes it, and just gives you the insights um, so that you can just pick up and play again. And you can just have mm-hmm. fun and, and not feel like you have dropped the ball just because you've been busy not playing Magic for a few days. Yeah. So you can check that out. There'll be a link in the description. Um, and if anybody has any suggestions on things they'd like to see in the newsletter, then let us know. It's a quickly evolving kind of uh, platform at the moment. But I'm excited about it. And I think it's pretty cool. And I think you guys will too. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. It is completely free to do so. Uh, and yeah, it'll, it'll be delivered straight to your mailbox with the, the freshest standard news. Okay, so for this episode, guys, we have uh, quite a few things to talk about. Uh, the first and probably the biggest thing, um, if you guys aren't aware at home, there is currently a, well, by the time the episode's out, it would have been over, actually. But as we are recording this, uh, there is the Neon Dynasty Championship weekend happening with a total prize pool of $450,000, I believe. Wow. Um, Damn, yeah, man. either, that's, either like that's the prize pool or, or that's how much they put rubles. into it. <laughs> yeah um yeah so huge prize pool um and there has been a lot of uh you know not really controversy but a lot of distaste towards this event um 
and I will be happy to go over the reasons why. But the one of the first things that I, I looked at, which was actually quite hilarious, someone did a breakdown of the uh, how they marketed this event. And someone basically broke down like how many times the the Magic the Gathering accounts tweeted it and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. there were, I think there was like 15 tweets about it on the esports account, zero tweets about it on the main Magic the Gathering account. <laughs> um, and this was, this was as of yesterday, so maybe they would have tweeted about it more currently. But yeah, they just really poorly marketed it. Like, I didn't know this was a thing until yesterday. Um, I want, uh, did you guys know about it since yesterday as all? Or? Uh, no, I didn't know until you started talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I found out about it yesterday. Um, yeah, and that uh, was when it started. <laughs> I was doing research for Through the Cindervine. Um, there you go. <laughs> that I came across it. What I do know about it is that I think day one was alchemy and day two is, is historic, right? Uh, the um, entire tournament is alchemy and historic, I believe. I believe oh, okay. there is no standard. Right. So it, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's that's what I was saying. I think I think day one was like t- t- today was alchemy. We're recording on a Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. and I think alchemy happened today, and and then tomorrow is going to be historic. Yeah, I yes, they wrong. did. I think I think um, they did both yesterday. The qualifiers, at least, because I know, I'm I'm not too sure, but essentially there has been a lot of um, uh, backlash because of the choice to completely negate standard for yeah. this this weekend which mm-hmm. we have spoken about last week was a way bigger and way more played format than alchemy right now mm-hmm. um, a lot of people enjoy standard way more even the pro players have been tweeting things like hey guys do you want to boycott the alchemy event and just do the historic one huh. um because it is true not everyone enjoys alchemy right now it's it's a yeah. much less enjoyed format because of the amount of uh, it's just the lack of availability i think the amount of content that's viewing into alchemy with the new cards that are coming out and all the changes just does not make it a format that you can really keep up with on a, a decent budget you really mm. have to pour in a hefty amount of money to stay yeah. uh, with alchemy standard is a lot easier to access because it's one of the big that's one of the main things arena has going for it so there's a lot more support for it um mm. And as such, uh, people obviously enjoy the format and play the format more. Um, so that begs the question of, you know, well, not even begs the question. It just goes to prove that wizards are not not very, uh, what, what would you say, player focused. Yeah, on I was going to say, they're not in tune with what their players are actually interested no. in. Definitely well, trying to push know. the alchemy I, format. It I seems believe. to me like they... Yeah, I think I think wizards are in tune with what the player wants. They just don't care because um, they yeah, have fair. a ton of information. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they they, get, they collect more data, more information than anybody else can, uh, mm-hmm. and they know their player base very well. Um, it just seems to me like they really want to market alchemy. Uh, because they can see that nobody's playing it. So they think yeah. that if they get the pros playing it, <laughs> force them into it, then that will encourage more players to pick up the format. But yeah. then you mentioned, Sam, that they didn't market it very well. They did not market it at all, no. Yeah, that's that really was... odd. That's it like, is odd, yeah. That's like forcing the pros to play it, which, but not but not marketing it to like your mainstream audience. That means that they're only really targeting the deeply enfranchised players. Yeah. Who are the people who probably are playing <laughs> Alchemy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an unusual uh, business idea, but nevertheless, the, the championship ha- weekend is happening. So 
uh, it's always good to I, I think that the, the thing I take out most from these championship weekends is the deck lists. Uh, the deck lists are always going to be the, the cream of the crop. You know, they're always mm-hmm. going to be the, the best versions of them, more or less. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, you'll be able to see exactly where the alchemy meta stands and the historic meta stands. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, looping back to your point, Josh, about uh, trying to get more people into alchemy. Um, funnily enough, I think the, if there was more people that viewed this event for alchemy, I think they would be deferred from the event more because of uh, another another kind of controversy that's been happening with this uh, championship weekend is... Um, so we, we, we've had this before where they've had bugs on Arena, right? They've had bugs on Arena happen and they've refused to, well, not refused to, but they haven't patched them in time for the championship weekend. So they will go ahead and ban a card, right? They'll ban the card for the tournament because there was a bug with mm-hmm. it. However, this time around, uh, because there is a current, currently there is a bug with two cards uh, in specific, Magma Opus and Shatter Skull Smashing. And as you guys can probably you know, suggests that these two cards are very, very heavily played because of the the new Hinata uh, decklist. The Jeskai Hinata decklist runs both Magma Opus and Shatter Skull Smashing. So a huge majority of players this weekend are playing those decks. And what Wizards decided to do was, we're not going to ban those cards. Instead, just suck it up. (laughs) Okay. They said the rules for this event will be how Arena determines the rules for the event. So if something happens on Arena, including the bug, which I'll go ahead and explain in just a second for you guys, uh, if the bug does happen, that's just how it's going to turn out. So players now have to play around the rules not being properly implemented on the client. That is mm-hmm. such that's a huge yikes. Terrible, right? It's yeah. terrible. Um, they should have just switched to MTGO. <laughs> yeah, hmm. they should have just switched to paper for all I care about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But essentially, the bug, for those who aren't aware, so Shatter Skull Smashing and Magma Opus, uh, when they deal damage to an, a creature, they can divide that damage, right? You can choose to deal like four damage to two different creatures or four damage to four different creatures. So the bug essentially happens when if if one of those creatures or sources were to be removed as a target, it would negate the rest of the damage dealt to the other targets, which is not how it's intended. If you right. target, if you, if you use Shatter Skull Smashing to deal two damage to a creature and two damage to another creature, it should still do two damage to one of the creatures if the other one gets removed as a target. However, yeah. the bug the bug will now ref- just negate all of that damage and the other creature will stay there. Um, and so that's, that goes for the same with Magma Opus. If one of those creatures is removed as a target, it negates all the, the damage from the others. And that's a pretty big bug because... Not only is Shatter Skull Smashing and Magma Opus hugely played, there's a lot of aggro decks that run things like Tamiya Safekeeping. There's a lot. This bug is, I'm pretty sure it's probably already a bit encountered because it's a very easy yeah. bug to exploit. Like you can effectively save like two of your creatures by making one of your creatures untargetable and it negates yeah. all the damage to the other one. You can blow out somebody's game winning play yeah. or like with any common protection spell. Exactly, uh, which is quite unfortunate. The um, the bug hasn't been been patched out for this tournament, which is I'm not sure. Like it just they need, they need to either get a better, better bug bug development team or software development team or something like that just to get these ahead of the events. But nevertheless, that is the uh, the way the arena players or, or the the this weekend's pro players are having to deal with it. Uh, funnily enough, though, the the I think there's there's two players that made it seven zero yesterday without a loss, and one of them was playing Jessica Hinata, which is our our very own Jed or J E D or Jean Emmanuel Depra. Um, 
Gene Emanuel D. Prayers? <laughs> Gene Emanuel D. Prayers, yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he actually made it out uh, the bracket with 7-0, seven, seven not losing any game, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, the uh, other player was Jim Davis, I think. Jim Davis, that's who correct. was playing actually really cool-looking Grixis mid-range list. In, oh, uh, I see. In I don't think I saw that actually, list. Yeah, uh, the list looked really cool. Um, yeah. But that's, that's a huge no-no. Like, it's a huge, yeah. it's huge, big, it's a big bad, isn't it? Like, if your client can't play, like if your client isn't suitable for organized play, mm. it's just, I, I don't, I really, I feel like Wizards had options. That's what makes this so bad. They yeah. had a ton of options. Like they could have banned the card, although they would have definitely needed to do it with plenty of time to give anybody who was considering playing that deck more time to like test and brew. Yeah. Um, they could have switched to mtg online and they like it wouldn't have been as pretty uh and they pr- perhaps wouldn't have uh drawn in as many new viewers to this event mm. that they didn't market uh but <laughs> the games would have been played co- correctly and by the rules yeah. it's just like it i, is, I think it's it had quite options. bad that's what makes this so bad also this this bug hasn't always existed um no and so I, I don't know could they surely there was well, there must have been some kind of solution maybe not but could they have rolled back to an older version and said mm. okay we're playing on this older version um to make things playable i don't know yeah. but that it's, is yeah not the way to handle it it's uh, a pretty uh shambolic I, yeah. thing like it should not be it, it just shouldn't be the case, especially when it's a card that probably has like I think Majeska Hernato list has like a sixty percent play. Like I think there's a lot of people playing that list because it's one of the tier one decks in Alchemy, mm-hmm. and yeah, unfortunately, it's it's got two very you know buggy cards that can be exploited. Um, but yeah, so that's that, that's the other controversy with the event. All in all, this <laughs> this weekend is pretty. It, it, it's quite ridiculous at this point, <laughs> like. I don't know, man. I think Wizards just need to just step it up a little bit, but we've well, been saying that for the last five years. <laughs> there is going to be an organized play announcement on March the 31st. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. see any official source on that, but a couple of pros have tweeted that information. Um, mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that could be the the answers to a lot of the questions that we've had about organized play over the last year. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it could be that Wizards are kind of um, just given up. But for this tournament, knowing that everything's going to change at the end of the month, you know, they've, yeah. just, they've really not tried very hard. They, they don't really care what happens with this particular championship because everything's changing at the end of the month. But why do it? it? Do they have to do it? Like, if they don't care, just don't do one till after, right? Or do you have to do, like, do you have to do a tournament within a certain amount of weeks of a new set being released? Okay, that's a good well, question. If they have to, it's because they've put that precedent in place. Yeah, that's um, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, I'm, so it... I'm sure it's related to, like, yes, there were announcements last year that put an end to organized play, but mm-hmm. it still isn't something you can just switch off overnight. Um, yeah. So, well, yes, I think they I'm, said, didn't they, they, they weren't going to necessarily organize. I thought it was like bigger organized play than this, though. I thought it was like the. Like GPs and one, stuff. Yeah, like I maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was like the organized play where only the pros would play. Whereas, like, I'm assuming this one, there's a lot of people playing. 
what in the um, no 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 you, the I think, actually i think you've got it the other way around i think that as a part of this announcement they, they might talk about gps and stuff which anybody can enter um, yeah but this championship i do not believe is open to the public yeah i think it was okay. like a qualifier championship wasn't it yeah um, only certain winners of certain. I don't know how it works, honestly. Yeah, the, the how people get into tournaments in, in Magic is still still just so ridiculous. I don't think I'll ever understand. Yeah. We've yeah. literally been talking about it for a full year, and still... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we had That's an true. episode. We might have had like a top deck insight episode about it. Honestly, we probably did. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. But I think um, I've seen people that get in be like, I don't really know how I got in. I don't know which yeah. thing I played that allowed I me just, to get here, but I'm here. I was, yeah. I was so good at one time. Yeah, if they don't understand, then there's no hope for us. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so organized play announcement. That would be interesting to see. Uh, we'll definitely cover that on an episode. Um, on the topic of announcements as well, um, this one will be pretty, you know, people are more or less hopeful for this one. Uh, next Thursday, there will be an official Wizards of the Coast live, live stream covering, uh, well, it's it's been dubbed the economy update live stream, mm-hmm. um, which mm. we can only obviously assume would be for Magic Arena. Um, yes. So, yeah, Magic Arena economy live stream. So the general consensus is wizards are terrible. They never do anything good anyway. Don't get your hopes high. However, mm-hmm. should should we get our hopes high for this uh, announcement? What would you guys like to see from Wizards of the Coast for an economy update live stream? What do you guys think might be actually realistic that they would, you know, announce? I, for this I am getting my hopes high. I, mm-hmm. I definitely am. Um, so you guys remember the 2022 predictions episode we did at the start of this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the predictions that we made was that the arena economy would be significantly <laughs> improved this year. And yeah. we gave yeah. a bunch of reasons for why we thought that was. I think that, well, I'm very hopeful that we might have been right and that this is the announcement where we're going to see those changes put in place. Um, mm-hmm. And I am really excited about this update. I do think there's a good chance that we'll watch it and we'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> are, you, <laughs> are you kidding? That's what yeah. you had to say? That's, but that's yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> and maybe this is, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is completely insane, but uh, I'm hoping that they just announce like okay do you know what we're just gonna hook arena up to mtg online <laughs> oh uh, can you imagine economy management system like you know what you can just buy the cards you want do you know what? you know what? you can just borrow the cards you want like yeah I mean, oh that, man that would be amazing but if that's where your hopes are you need to lessen them <laughs> like yeah your, your you hopes just do are going to be shattered yeah. i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm definitely going into this as a pessimist and not expecting anything good because uh, yeah. that way I can't be disappointed. I think that's as, that's uh... the best way with, with anything to do with Wizards, <laughs> I feel like. Just go and yeah, thinking just... it's going to be pointless. Not that it's going to be bad, but that it's just going to be pointless. And then whatever it is that has any point, there's a bonus. <laughs> so, has there remain... been a time where they've genuinely shocked you? <laughs> yeah. Well, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. When they launched the historic format, uh, I was genuinely shocked to find out that to craft a historic card, you need to use two wild cards. Oh my god, yes. I forgot that was a thing. You remember? Yeah. That was their plan. Yeah, that's that's what historic was at the beginning. You had to use two wild cards to craft a card for historic, which is so ridiculous. There was no good reason for that that at all. Yeah. (laughs) That's absolute man. I've I've still to this day have not actually played historic, but 
Yeah. That's insane. It's what insane. The and then yeah. they scrapped that, I think. I think there was just... I don't even know if it was backlash or someone being like, okay, guys, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, just the sheer disbelief. <laughs> Um, so that was that was the shocking for the wrong reasons, but that was shocking. Yeah, um, I mean, it was even more shocking that they reversed it. I guess <laughs> so that that can yeah. be the good side of it that they reversed. Yeah, that I feel idea. like it wouldn't be a format now though if they hadn't have reversed it. Oh like, yeah, wild cards yeah. are so difficult to get anyway without spending a bunch of money or a bunch of time. Mm. Yeah, imagine if you had to get. So when you first started playing historic Sammy, was that the rule, or had that ended um, before you started playing? I actually don't remember there being. Um, uh, I don't think it, I don't remember it being implemented fully. I think because there was like a historic release thing where they did like I think they did like a streamer event for it. They did like a streamer event where in that streamer event, um, obviously the wild cards were two for one. And when when those streamer events do happen, they they get given accounts with like maximum wild cards and things like that, so they can craft them. And they were watching people like you know watching these streamers craft these rares for two wild cards and everyone i yeah, think i think that everyone's streams were just like what the fuck is this this is ridiculous mm-hmm. there was a lot of backlash for it yeah and i think that might have resulted in them reversing that uh, okay so before the... it actually got made like uh, yeah. to everybody okay i'm pretty sure before it got enabled to everyone it they reversed it so yeah i can't i can't imagine yeah, i can't that's imagine that being a, <laughs> a public so this economy thing. update though um yeah on the topic of what would we like to see, I would love to see it just hooked up to MTG Online. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone super would. Super wishful, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would love to see something like you can directly buy the cards that you want and it's just hooked up to Scryfall. It matches the paper price. Um, I would okay. love to see... I think that's actually like even less like... Well, that's, that's, I, I just don't think that, that would happen. I th- yeah, I don't no, think There'd be that. too much to implement there, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see. Um, I'd like to see freaking rare wild card cost. I don't know three dollars, and a mythic rare costs five dollars. Like, mm. I, I wouldn't even. I think that would be better than than what we've got at the moment. Yeah, I think just the ability to buy wild cards, like yeah, or whatever they like, end up being yeah. costed, but just mm. the just because then it's your choice, right? And they can make the price whatever they make the price. Hopefully, it'd be reasonable. But then it's your choice if you want to just do it the quick way and buy the wild cards you need because i think there'll still be enough people that don't this is the uh this is the thing unfortunately because now if we talk about (laughs) realism for a second um realistically what something implementing something where you can buy wild cards or you can you know put them out of money for wild cards that would scrap the entire pack system there just simply is no reason to buy packs because instead you're you're paying you're buying packs I mean, obviously, you can buy them but with in-game gold. That. You say that, though, but people still buy packs in paper. And I know it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's, but it like, is different for that, yeah. But, but I, I, don't, I don't think it would entirely scrap it. Both in paper and on MTG Online, when you open a pack, you add the contents of yeah, that Yeah, the supply, the supply of the card. Yeah, to, yeah. to the existing supply. Whereas if they did, like, in Arena, there is no finite supply of cards yeah um, yeah and you know with mtg online there's no finite supply they artificially create that um mm. and they could do the same for arena uh but yeah without a uh, uh a way to um like yeah so something like uh hooking the prices up to scryfall and then you know you can just buy the cards you want that just can't happen because yeah that would completely make packs redundant um, yeah what about something uh, like a trade system what what if they introduce the option to trade cards with your friends 
I, I think that that needs to be a thing for sure. Yeah, um, they would it's have a to do. They would hard game, man. <laughs> See, the, the only thing, game. the only thing with that is they would then have to implement some kind of overdraft system where obviously if you pack, because you can you can get rare cards that you've got already got four of, right? Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of now that because they have the whole vault system in place where you, you add, you know, every, every duplicate card you get of a card you have four of adds a percentage to the vault, which then gets transferred into wild cards when you get to one hundred percent. That okay. would have to be ditched as a result of that as well, because now you're you you just want your cards to be more than like you you want to have like eight rares or something so you can trade yeah. them off. Um, so there's it's 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 really hard to think what they're going to do for it because either way it seems like the good the suggestions we have so far they'd have to scrap something like packs or like the vault system. I think yeah. what we could maybe see is yeah. a wild card conversion rate where you can convert a certain amount of wild cards into a rare one. Uh, that would be good which would be amazing and, yeah commons and uncommons are largely not useless but you're you're never you, you yeah. always have more than you ever than you ever need i have like a thousand common wild cards on arena i mean i don't i don't have anywhere near that much but i still don't need all the ones i have that no, would, i think yeah. that's a good conversion rate idea. would be great yeah and it, and it doesn't you're right it doesn't make any other part of it negative which is what no, they're going to want to yeah. avoid right they're not going to want to make anything else worse for them so maybe that's like realistic yeah, that that would be something I'd love to see. The annoying mm-hmm. thing that I can see happening, if, if Wizards ever did implement that, I just know they would do something where you can't convert Mythic rares into normal rares. I just know they would do something like that just because oh, they're I annoying think, yeah. as fuck. Because I, I think a lot of people agree, like, Mythic rares are way more common than actual rare wild cards. Maybe not even more common, but just because there's just, so many more rares in a set, you Yeah, need you them just more. have more. Yeah, there's so it's many not more they're rares. any more common, you just don't use them. Yeah, they have the same, I think they have the same like rarity impacts because you only get either one rare or one mythic rare. So Mm -hmm. in theory, they have the same like application. Um, It's just that mythic rares, I I don't know how it works, but like, yeah, I just know they wouldn't implement like a a backwards uh, conversion system. Do you know what? That's going to be my solid 100% prediction is something like that, but there's going to be a terrible drawback that everyone's going to be bad about. (laughs) Uh, I'd still take that though. What, what if it's like um, 10 commons for an uncommon and uh, 10 uncommons for, for a rare? That would be insane. That would be great. Yeah, that would, that would not be bad, I don't think. I think that would be really good. Not I think for that Sammy it's... that's got a thousand commons. <laughs> yeah, I could complete like chilling. three whole sets. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're more that? like... No, 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 you, you couldn't. Because with a thousand commons... You could make a hundred uncommons. And yeah, but I also have like. Uncommons, you could make 10 rares. That's but I also good. have like mm. a thousand uncommons as well. That's true. <laughs> okay. Commons and uncommons are very like similar. But yeah, so a conversion rate would be nice. Some sort of conversion rate. Um, I'm trying to think of what other things that are actually realistic. Because as you said, like I don't think it's realistic that we're going to get some kind of monetized version of wild cards just because, as you no. said, that would, that would scrap the pack system. Like there'd just be mm-hmm. no need to buy packs. Obviously, you can still buy packs with coins. As soon as- as soon as you introduce trades, um, mm. unfortunately, there's always ways around it. Like there will be accounts where businesses can pour a ton of gems into just buying packs. Yeah, get and have like trade bots. Yeah, yeah, like MTG Online, they'll loan people a whole deck uh, if you give them money. And monetize which is, it. Yeah, it's kind of an outside transaction, and so there would always be a way around yeah. it. But that that sh- that's not really any skin off Wizards' nose because those businesses are buying all the packs anyway yeah they're getting yeah. the money initially and doesn't that that probably happens in like 
every a lot of games, online yeah. game, right? Isn't there, it is there, is it RuneScape? It might not be RuneScape, but where people RuneScape sell their accounts for like, thing, yeah. and they sell them for like a ridiculous amount of money. Like they're done well, with it and they just sell Ru- their whole yeah. thing. RuneScape are cracking down on it though. They, RuneScape, are, they call it uh, RWT or real world trading and they super mm-hmm. crack it down on it legally. Like they will chase you legally. Uh, oh really? If, if they find you like real world trading, yeah, because it's SWAT team. <laughs> SWAT team. Uh, but it, you know, you can get into serious like legal troubles if if your if your your account is caught like trading gold and buying it and stuff. Um, what yeah, about so if you really... just sell your whole account? Surely Same that's thing. your. But isn't that like it's your choice, right? It's against. I think it's just strictly against the rules. Like it's it's okay. their service that they have specific rules against uh, RWT. So. Um, that, so that you'd was have like to a, like gift it to somebody, but then actually get them to pay you the money. Could you just give it? Yeah, like let's say, let's just say this would not ever happen. But you're like an older brother, mm. like oh my god, like Josh, um, and he's done playing <laughs> RuneScape, and one of your guys's younger brothers wants to start playing. So he goes, okay, well yeah. why don't you just use my account? Surely that's uh-huh. a thing that happens, right? Well, I mean, yes, I think. But yeah. then, like, so you just pretend that's happening, but then actually it's just a random person, and they give you money. Yeah, real world the trading and the rules against it aren't black and white. Um, no, yeah, and that's pro- that's probably why uh, Jagex, which is that the company, that's correct. Yeah, um, that's probably why they have to be so aggressive about it because they need to show that they're you know somewhat serious about it. To uh, like, mm. it's probably not about how many people they can catch. It's just being aggressive about sanctioning it. Wait, is sanction good or bad? Do you sanction something if you want to? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you're sanctioned, it's a bad thing. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if that's a correct... I don't know if that's right. I think if... I feel like if I sanction something, that means you're allowed to do it. Well, I think it's... Maybe maybe it's both. Oh, my God. It is both. Yeah, it sounds like it's both. A threatened penalty for disobeying a rule or official permission... For an action you can sanction yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can so you can give pro- somebody a sanction like you've been sanctioned would be negative but you could say oh i sanction you to do this which i don't think you'd say because that sounds stupid and that would be yeah giving it, them it, the green there's, light. there's two dif- definitions which is really annoying yeah <laughs> and um, the thing it's like, yeah it's like inflammable or yeah inflammable What's... inflammable means flammable and inflammable doesn't it Inflammable means oh, yeah. it can be set fire to and what? it can't be set fire. If, That's if true. I say, yeah. If I say this item is inflammable, that can mean that it can be set fire to and it can mean that it can't be set fire to. Yeah. I was that is for a label stupid. on anything, but I can't see anything. Is that true? Yeah, that's so true. I'm thinking about it now, yeah. <laughs> it's I've so stupid. Oh, nothing yeah. I have around me is Are you looking at your, your peach? Your Lipton peach tea to see if it's inflammable. Don't be given free advertisement. If they want advertising <laughs> this, they have to sponsor yeah. us. Um, so well, no, no, because no, we're slandering their name now because now everyone thinks it's an inflammable drink. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a nothing drink. You can't recycle the sleeve though, actually. So that's quite upsetting. Mm. Oh, look at that! Look, I'm a hundred percent recycled plastic, and then right down the bottom, only the bottle. Chatter Storm gets taken Mm-mm. down for libel. <laughs> that's not libel because it's it's true it's so i'm re- i'm reading the bottle i'm just Defam- defamation I'm of character them. i'm just judging them <laughs> yeah we get taken up for defamation mm-hmm. yeah um let it be on the record that lipton <laughs> the company behind the popular iced tea is devoid of all morals 
<laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, well, we've gone incredibly off topic, guys. I've completely forgotten what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so the arena economy. Um, the arena economy. <laughs> yeah. But what was what was sanctioned? It was sanctioned that got us off topic, but what were yeah, you going to say? We what what was being sanctioned? Um, oh, it was me and, Jaggett, yeah. yeah. It was me yeah. and RuneScape, yeah. Sorry, my fault. Yeah, yeah, because um, because I think account trading is not really something they can do much. It's when they trade because there's a the in-game gold system. There was like that whole thing. I think I spoke to you guys about it before. There, there was that whole thing where the RuneScape gold at some point got more was worth more than like Venezuelan economy or Venezuelan what? money, and there was like a huge huge like storm of venezuelan runescape players who were just farming like the, the content in the game mm-hmm. to earn gold and like sell it to a different account and stuff so like oh, whenever gosh. you would go to like a boss that had lo- like a loads of money it would just be swamped with venezuelans <laughs> um yeah it's quite it was quite bizarre it was a yeah. bizarre thing yeah this but, is yeah, not an uncommon thing it happens with other games too i think eve yeah. online um had one of the stronger currencies in the world like compared to actual currencies like the mm. in-game currency got so strong um because that's kind of how money works to be honest like if somebody yeah. just if yeah. somebody just makes up a number in a video game if enough people care about it it it, has yeah, real it gets value. traded it gets uh, traded for real value yeah yeah it's quite bizarre um <laughs> i mean to be fair like if that were to happen with arena i think it'd be the worst thing in the world like no, I'd be all for that. I would love yeah. for them to bring Arena into the real world. At the moment, as we've discussed before, um, any money you put into Arena is just flushed down the toilet and you get no yes. value out of that. You can play Arena, yeah. but you don't actually have any value. When you buy Magic yeah. cards or you buy cards on MTG Online, you have value. You can cash out and you can have mm-hmm. something for all the cards that you played. It might go up or down mm-hmm. in value and you might lose money, but it's uh, still has arena, something. Yeah, some value in, yeah it back out. yeah so it'll be interesting to see if uh if there's some kind of update I'd, I'd i don't know i'm still just not hopeful i feel like they're going to do something like i feel like the economy update will be like gems will now be known as jemmies <laughs> i i think it will just be incredibly underwhelming it will be something as stupid as that to yeah. more effectively target children <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I mean that, that yeah god oh god is that what it's gonna be now I'm sad now that's probably right <laughs> or like we've slightly changed the color of the gems so they're not blue purple anymore they're purple no. blue it'll be something yeah. shit like that oh we, man for you pride month we've decided to sell style to your gems yeah they start running out pride month gems yeah but all this stuff is all that stuff is probably more likely. It's genuinely, yeah, I think It so. genuinely is. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe, like, maybe the trade-in or maybe that's less likely. I think the one we've said that's most likely but still good is the wildcard conversion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, now that we've just said stupid things like they're going to change the colour of gems <laughs> or rename them jemmies, will. that's probably what it is. Because oh, yeah. Wizards of the Coast is a company that supports women's rights globally, the International Women's Day... Gems will be pink. <laughs> that would upset me so much. God. Oh God. God, that would upset me so much. They're also like about a week like late, but that would yeah. upset me a lot. For, I, I remember yeah. for International Women's Day, they did have, uh, you, could, you could get a percentage off of the female card styles in the, in the yeah. arena shop. Yeah. 
which is still so stupid to me. It's so weird. When you say so female weird. card styles, as in like... As in like, so female cards like Adeline or Chandra or okay. something, they would... That, that was the, the promo they did. I, I don't know, man. It's just, Yeah, it's still, still monetizing International Women's Day, I guess. They could have done something like, there's money off the card styles, mm. and if you buy them, all the proceeds go to this charity. But no, no, no. Yeah, that's literally that's what most people do. Here's a discount code, but also x percentage of your thing is going to go to a charity that Um, is better but yeah have have some have a little bit off of cards that have pictures of girls in them not not even the actual card either you don't get the card you just get the card card. yeah and i I, (laughs) so what like what do you do with a card style if you don't have the card it just exists right and does nothing yeah you just have the option to apply it if you eventually get it yeah (laughs) i just i don't know Well, this like, is the, this is the problem. Arena's economy is full of ways to spend money. That the whole thing is ways. To, it's one big way to spend money without actually getting any value, anything back. Yeah, because yeah. the orb, the mastery orb thing, they're always card styles, right? I never get very mm-hmm. far in completing them, but it's. All, I'm always like, well, great. I don't, first time, I thought it was the card, and I was mm. really disappointed. I was like, well, I just have a card mm-hmm. that I don't have that looks slightly yeah. different. That's just going to be on a computer screen. It's pretty shit, isn't it? Well, because yeah, I don't really um, understand people that sleeve their decks on Arena, to be honest. I don't. I think maybe both of you guys do. It's just cosmetics, like mm-hmm. I, yeah, but I, you have to yeah. spend money on it, right? Yes. Yeah, we can. So you can I buy some like sleeves with gold in games. Um, I like to. Yeah, have, I guess. Like, I suppose I, you I guys like are gamers. To, I like the idea of having several decks, and like, like in real life. When you have a commander deck, you make sure that the sleeves and the deck box match. And uh, people like that kind of thing, but it's so expensive in Arena that it puts people who do it in real life completely off. Yeah. Mm. I'm just super aware that you get nothing out of it and it is better. Like, you're right. Cosmetics in games are a whole thing. So I guess it's wrong of me to say I don't really understand that, but it's so expensive for what is just to make your deck look prettier which is all cosmetics are and that's fine but at least make it like affordable or free (laughs) why can't you just have sleeves for free i mean technically because i mean everything in arena except for certain there are some certain things you can't but technically everything in arena can be done with coins right which is their currency which you can get from playing the game You, you can get i think you can get everything in arena without spending a penny um yeah correct me if i'm wrong I, no, I, I think you can. You just can. have to play yeah. a lot, don't you? Because there are some. I'm pretty sure there are some events. I, I think like the historic open or or the arena opens are usually just gems, right? I don't think you can enter them. With you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say actually. Gems, um, by winning can you? events, yeah. Like if you. Oh, enter okay. I, draft, oh, I guess yeah. I guess what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can you enter a draft with coins and get gems. Mm-hmm. So actually, there you go. Yeah. That's that's a prediction that I would like as somebody mm-hmm. that has about two hundred and forty gems and about sixty thousand coins changing ah. like being able to just change the coins you already have into gems so you can buy like gems another... with coins yeah because yeah. you get coins a lot easier than you get gems but f- i think it's better value for money to use your gems for events rather than coins right yeah. I, well that's it's... what someone told me because that's why i only have 200 gems left it's rough it's... because like when you think of all of these economy updates or potential economy updates you have to think like okay does this lose wizards any amount of money if it does they're not going to implement it but like, this is all, it's all things you've already got, right? Like, you've already yeah. played the game or spent money to get coins. So you've already invested 
something time or money to get the coins and you just mm-hmm. want to change it to something else that you're then going to use to invest more money and time yeah. in arena right they're not losing but, anything um, they're losing more they're, they're not technically losing anything but they're losing the potential of people being like oh i can't be asked to do this let me just buy gems mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's, that's the just... unfortunate thing yeah but i am too stubborn for that <laughs> yes, i will never but, yeah. just be like me people be too stubborn oh no yeah be like sarah i'm i'm only thinking in the mind of what wizards will do because they are terrible horrible business people i'm really happy i have that recorded i think that the the community of creators and players um has just like we predicted has reached a breaking point recently and Mm. this economy update i I mean i see it as wizards chance to retain their freaking audience um, yeah. Otherwise, people are going to switch over to like all the biggest magic content creators. Almost all of them play some other magic like game on the side. Brian Kibble yeah. plays Hearthstone. Yeah. LSV plays, uh, I don't what is it, Storybook Brawl? Um, yeah. Um, uh, like le- uh, Merchants playing Legends of Runeterra. Uh, well, I don't even know if he's actually making content anymore, but but you know what I mean. Ben, ben like, Stark plays poker. <laughs> yeah, but ben, ben Stark plays poker. Um, there is like a huge, per, like there's a huge market for people who like magic. That was a bad way mm-hmm. to say that, but there's a lot of other games out there to play which have much yeah. much better economies, and Magic's biggest creators are playing them. And yeah. so I, I really think that this is Wizards' chance to sort of get their shit together. And if they don't, um, well, if we are going to see a significant improvement in the economy, it's it's going to be with this announcement. That's, I think, mm-hmm. the key takeaway. Is there any alchemy-specific things they could do to make the economy better? Because maybe it's a result of the fact that people just Ooh. don't actually really like alchemy. Like that, I can't remember off the top of my head, but that stat that you sent earlier this week, Sammy, about recorded yeah, games the, on um, untapped.gg, yeah. it was a insane difference. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I mean like an actual insane difference. Like I'm not using that for effect. Like it really was an insane difference. Yeah, it was like 100 people... to like 100,000 or some, some crap. Yeah. Like yeah, it was. It was... It. So it, yeah, is there a way to uh, make alchemy specific arena economy better? Yes, they could I do think that. So, yeah. uh, and I actually think that would be a really, really good way to pr- push alchemy over other formats. Yeah. Well, that's what um, I mean. That's what I think, actually, that's probably what's going to be, right? Because alchemy has flopped a little bit because people are like, yeah. eh. Because the worst thing as well, like, they don't even have alchemy packs, do they? There's not. No. You can't get alchemy packs. You so... can't buy... No, they exist, but so you, you can't can... buy them, right? Like, no, I feel you, like you I've can, won... You can buy alchemy packs, but they Oh, but are... they just contain... But they're, like... they're, joint, they're joint, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, if you buy, say, a Kamigawa alchemy pack, which isn't a thing yet, actually. Uh, if you buy a Crimson Vowel alchemy pack, it will mm-hmm. have a mix of... Of uh, Crimson Vowel cards. Alchemy and yes. standard Yeah, Which is so cards. stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hate that so much. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. We'll see what they do. Maybe that'll be the change they make. Maybe they actually make a dedicated alchemy pack, pack. of yeah you know, set of packs or something like that. But either yeah. way, I'd know. be satisfied with that. Like if they if they just gave me a way to play competitive <laughs> magic on arena that was a reasonable, you know, that was reasonable yeah. either in terms of money or time was reasonable for me to keep up with. Then I will do it. I just need them to give me a playable game. I, I yeah. want to play it. I want to spend my money on it. It's just completely 
inaccessible at the moment and it has been for the longest time and this is wizards's opportunity to put up or shut up really i have had just a thought i just had a thought oh i think thinking about it now it would never happen because it would also just make everything redundant but Mm -hmm. what if there was a ranked ladder so there's a ranked ladder for this and an actual ladder for an all access event so all access means you have access to every card Mm-hmm. Okay. What if there was a ranking letter for it? Simply that. Um, well, I'm. I can you explain for me? Thanks. So 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 as in because you know we have the rank ladder and you can only use like standard and alchemy and historic, right? You have to have the cards to play in that rank okay. ladder. Now, if so there was that's an just that's just the same as paper magic, but you're rich. Um, which. <laughs> Well, no, it'd just be the... yeah. Like so it would be a great game. Like if it, honestly, if Magic was something like if Arena was fifty pounds a month, um, and you had every to, card. but access to a ranked ladder where you just had all the cards, I would pay that. Fifty pounds is a lot a month. Yeah, but that's actually when I so I'm not playing Arena much at the moment. But in the periods of time where I have been playing it, um, that is how much I spend on Arena. Between thirty and fifty pounds a month. Okay. Um, yeah. When I'm playing consistently, so like if they if Wizards just came out and said, look, for for a subscription fee of fifty pounds a month, you can have access to this ranked ladder where you just have uh, all the cards. But I what about things that. like limited? How does that work with limited? Doesn't work with limited. It doesn't like, work. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they still have all the coins, all the gems. Um, yeah. Like everything is the same except they create this new ranked ladder, but to have access to it, you have to pay this subscription fee. I would pay, and I think fifty pounds a month is a lot, but I still I would pay that much for it. I think, I think, I think fifty pounds is way too much for just the ranked ladder where you have mm-hmm. access to every card. I think it would have to be a lot. I, I, know, like, I, I would expect more like ten pounds to be honest, like ten pounds. Well, but then they're not playing... making any money at ten pounds a month, are they? Maybe like I mean I wouldn't spend I wouldn't deck. spend anything more than ten, but maybe like thirty. If you Which I still think it's too much. In standard, I, I think like if you were buying paper cards, you could expect fifty pounds a month to be pretty, like, pr- pretty much what yeah. you end up paying. Um, standard decks can get into the hundreds of pounds. Uh, if you were playing MTG online, and again you wanted uns- like unlimited access to all the cards you ever needed, then you'd probably have something around a fifty pound a month loan plan. Um, mm to get access to those really expensive cards and those decks that maybe cost up to a thousand pounds, which would probably be more for eternal formats. But yeah, I, I would, um, I think I would pay 50 pounds a month for access to everything in arena or even just, just access to a single ranked ladder where I didn't have to craft anything. But I, okay, fair enough. But I feel, I feel like 50 pounds specifically is, is too much because I don't think enough people would want to pay that amount, which means the ladder would probably yeah. just be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but, true. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> just be me. Just be you. Yeah. But yeah, it's um that that was another thought I get. Maybe maybe not even like a ranked ladder then. Maybe they should just have an all access event that's just running constantly. Like you have mm. there's a separate ladder where you, or, or just a separate game mode where you can play with every card in standard or every card in alchemy. Because that at least gets people playing the format and then they could be like hmm maybe i actually want to spend money to play the the actual alchemy format because i'm really enjoying this right now i actually think that's a great idea now that i'm thinking about it 
I think one of the problems <laughs> with something like that, though, is that let's say you are a player, uh, a free-to-play player who plays three hours a day and has done for the past three years or whatever, and you yeah. have everything in Arena and tons of gems and tons of coins, then you really don't have any incentive to play in a queue like that and pay the extra money because uh, you mm. have everything. I, would, I wouldn't expect the, the queue to be monetized. I think it should be a free queue or free event that you can enter with basically just what they do with FN or the, the Wednesday night magic things, right? When you do those Wednesday night magic events where you have access to all of alchemy for like the whole day, why don't they just do that 24 seven and people can play it and try out the format with, you know, all the best cards. And then that way they can be like, mm, okay, I want to play this on rank ladder. I want to, I want to own these cards. Mm. so I can play it on the competitive, competitive side of things. So yeah, I think that would be a good way of, because as long as you don't have an incentive to only play that game mode, because it's just there's there's no there's no win rewards or anything like that. There's no rank for it. It's just like a you know play with someone else and that's it. Like basically just friendly yeah. play. Yeah. Then that way, I think it doesn't harm the the money making side from Wizards. So realistically, that I think that's something that we could see. Yes, but what I would immediately do then is. Um... Or like take the organization and take the rankings outside of arena so you haven't like let's say you organize with a subreddit um like a ranking system okay. and you challenge each other on this ladder where but it's that's free. already a thing that's already a thing like there's already things like the the mtg gladiator format which has its own ranked ladder in tournaments and, and monetizes the tournaments yeah but you don't have access to all of the cards um no i guess and so but... yeah i think something like the gladiator format would be a lot more popular if like if there was a queue where you could just have access to everything, I think that people would just take the rankings outside of Arena, which I would be okay with, but I don't think Wizards would. But I was say because Wizards Wizards still determine, you know, like you, you you wouldn't be able to enter like the Arena qualifiers if you're not top twelve hundred or the Mythic qualifiers, right? Yeah. So you'd still have to for those kind of events. They still have a bunch of events where your rank does matter. Like why why does rank matter in in Arena anyway? Because pe mm. people do it because they want to make it to Mythic and maybe have a chance of getting into those qualifiers and then maybe winning big bucks. But yeah. even like the, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's I, like if they, if they have the ranks done, you know, people take the ranks out of Arena, there's no real prizes for them unless people actually put in their own money for it, which where are they mm. getting that money from? Because you know, they're playing a free format. So I don't know. It's, it's rough. It's rough. Mm. It's tricky. But, I'm excited to see what the announcement contains so yeah it's going to be it's going to be one to tune in for we'll definitely talk about it on the episode because or next week's episode because it does come out on thursday so yeah. stay tuned if you want to see our thoughts about it for next week thank you very much for tuning in again be sure to check out our twitter at chatterstorm pod we will be tweeting a lot of things on there including our brand new through the sin divine newsletter which you can check in the link to the description every friday standard news right to your front door and you know <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. So no, I'm. Oh, I just burped. Excuse you. <laughs> that was so loud. Yeah, I, I see that. How loud that was on the. On the... <laughs> the thing.